0: Hello and welcome back to From 350 to Zero podcast, where we slow down a little. Hello and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. And finally, we're... Basically, we've reached the 10th episode. I reached the 10th episode. I've been able to create, to basically speak for 10 episodes so far and that's like mind-blowing for me at least so yeah (laughs) anyways um we've had ferrari uh basically they they launched their car today also happy valentine's day so the Ferrari launch was like the special gift, this amazing gift for Valentine's Day for us Tifosi. I'm saying, oh, uh, because I think I'm finally starting to believe in this whole Ferrari religion thing, as they call it like that. And I think I might be joining the Tifosi myself. Um, because I'm just gonna go into it, basically, the whole launch. And while I was watching the whole launch of the car, of the new car, I don't know, I really felt it, like, I do belong with the Tifosi. I don't know, the whole atmosphere. And and I know, probably, that the crowd was staged and all of that. But, like, still, if it was staged, it felt so real. I mean, that's what actors are for, but still, the whole crowd, like, the passion of the Italians, of the Italian fans, the Tifosi, of the believers in Ferrari, that's amazing, like, how passionate people can be. And I truly feel that I finally finally found who I can support the upcoming season, because last season... I got into formula basically halfway through the season, and I was supporting Seb with literally with everything that I have, with all my heart. Seb was my number one, he still is, but sad that he retired, and basically now I don't have anyone to support, and while watching the (laughs) <laughs> no the car it was actually the car I'm sorry the car launch of Ferrari I felt like I do belong with the Tifosi I really I really felt like that and I'm still kind of shocked that I didn't believe it myself when I felt it first like this weird I don't know feeling that this is where I belong like they probably brainwashed me or something but yeah anyways so the actual launch of the car it was longer it was kind of it was probably on the hour mark i think yeah so it's one of the longer ones uh we've got uh to see the ferrari driver academy drivers we've got to see two girls which is amazing we've got to see maya talks she was actually the first girl to uh join the formula 1 ferrari driver academy so yeah we've got to see maya we've got to see jovanacci uh robert and also there were two more uh ferrari academy drivers which didn't get the chance to talk but they were still there so that's amazing And they've also mentioned two other Ferrari Academy drivers who couldn't actually make it to the car launch, but they were mentioned. I just can't seem to remember the names of people. It's honestly becoming a problem when people with um, uh, different names are introduced to me, I literally can't remember them, Them, and I'm so sorry for not being able to remember them and telling the names to you guys. Anyways, so, um, then what was, what else, what else? Oh, uh, Fred, Fred Wisser, the Ferrari, um, team principal, the new team principal, uh, he was also in a little interview, um, we saw him, uh, get, asked uh, a few questions and so he basically was asked uh, who uh, he thinks that will be the first one to win a race uh, in the upcoming season and it was so funny that he said Fred said that he doesn't care he doesn't give a shit who wins first he just basically hopes that it will be Ferrari and Ferrari only So, I really hope that this is our year. And Fred, please manifest, manifest that just don't let Carlos or Charles win Bahrain with this, like, whole Bahrain mystery. And, like, yeah, if you win the first race of the season, you're not going to be successful in the other races of the season. So, let's not have Ferrari win the first race. the season and then just let them win everything like literally everything yes thank you please anyways so yeah fred was interviewed um also we've got to hear the uh first sounds of the ferrari engine so it was like this build-up the suspense was there for like the reveal of the car so they've Played a little game, basically. They showed us how the car sounds. They told us, and I quote, we we have something that the car has to tell us. And then they played the sound of the car. And yeah, there was a little interview then. And what? what then? Oh, I think that's when, after the whole interview, they actually revealed the car. I don't remember if that was actually how it happened but yeah we've got to see the car the whole video of the car like the visuals were amazing in my opinion even though the car is red like the sir said before revealing the car like a week before I think he was joking about it in some sort of a media interview with some journalists I think yeah even though the car pretty much looks the same I mean, it still has, like, the parts of the carbon fiber, the rear end has the Ferrari logo. Okay, now I'm basically naming everything that's different, but the big picture still looks the same, even though you can't spot the differences between the last season's car and this new car. Still looks awesome still looks wicked, honestly, a really beautiful car, a red car, like, yeah, Ferraris, Ferrari, and will always be Ferrari, and they will always have beautiful cars, like, no matter what, a red car is a beautiful car, if you ask me, so yes, um, then we've got to see Charles, uh, drive around the track and they played a little game which driver is going to be first in the car who's going to drive the car first and Charles won like the game it was a 50-50 honestly because they throw the coin and the coin decided which driver, driver will be first and it was kind of funny because Wisser uh th- throw the coin I mean I just love to see Wisser he's such a funny guy like such a funny man like, his French accent, I just love his French accent and how he speaks. He sounds so funny, and he's always smiling. Like, honestly, an older and a French version of Danny Rick, and I live for that. So yeah, um, the the driver who's going to be who... going to be drive the car first basically was charles so we've got to see charles driving around the track first we uh got to hear the car actually how it sounds on the track and it sounds even more amazing than the than the audio version of their engine working you can tell me anything that you want but it the car still sounds amazing even though it's not a v10 a v8 it still sounds amazing in its own way so yeah and it's it, and ferrari was basically one of the first teams to actually do it like this to show us how the car sounds on the track even though they they are probably the only ones who have this possibility to show us the car like this on the track and how it sounds and how it looks Anyways, yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) Me, personally, I even shed a tear, or two, or three, or maybe more, because I was so emotional. I just missed Formula One so much, and it was so amazing watching the car on the track and hearing it. So, yeah, it was amazing. And also, uh, we've got a little radio message of uh, Carlos uh calling Charles Lord Percival which was so funny jesus christ that was that was so funny he asked uh, on the radio basically lord percival how's the car <laughs> and charles said hey mate yeah it's good so that was amazing and, like carlos and charles throughout the, this whole car release like the Every time that they've uh, been shown on camera, they've been, I don't know, they looked so funny, like so goofy. Carlos in his little confusion world, like always, Charles just like literally staring throughout my soul, like staring into me, into my eyes. Because that's how it looked like, he was staring at the camera so much. So, yeah, it was so funny to watch them together, like every moment that they've been shown on camera it was I was just giggling it was it was so funny, and like, I don't know, like the whole atmosphere of this car launch it was so good, it was awesome. the passion, the happiness of all the people around it was it was just amazing, probably one of the best car launches that we've had so far if not the best i don't know it, i really loved it even though i couldn't um uh, watch it at the time that it was actually live because i was uh i was having classes in university so i wasn't able to watch it live but i when i came back i rewatched it and yeah i had a great time and it was amazing so, yeah, that's my thoughts, basically. I hope, I really hope that this is Ferrari's year, the upcoming season, because that would be so nice. Like, you you can see the passion of all the people that were in the car launch, like, you can see how passionate everyone is, how Carlos and Charles, how much excitement they hold within themselves like how excited they are to get into the car to actually start a new season like it's amazing how passionate how passionate the people are in ferrari so yeah i love the car even though it looks kind of the same i still love it i love the whole launch even though it was like an hour long i watched it didn't even feel like how the time passed so yeah amazing all right so moving on from this whole launching party as soon as the car was released i opened up my twitter even though i couldn't watch it live i like i knew when the car was probably going to be released like halfway through or something so i opened up my twitter i like this whole controversy about the uh separators on the front wing of the car of ferrari i can't remember wait okay wait all right so they are called slot gap separators and basically mercedes mercedes had them tried to have them last year and they were banned they couldn't use the front wing with the slot gap separators because the faa wouldn't allow them to do that and there was... I don't, I can't remember in which race they've had them. But we have saw Brundle... Yeah, was it Brundle? I think Brundle was talking about the slot gap separators on Mercedes' front wing. And they've showed us how the wing with the slot gap separators look like. But they've told us that the FIA weren't allowing Mercedes to actually use it, the wing. But now... Everyone's like Soli because Ferrari have the slot gap separators on their new car. And now the FIA is allowing it. I don't know why. I couldn't understand it fully, but now the FIA is allowing the slot gap separators for Ferrari. But they didn't allow it for Mercedes last year. So that's interesting. I might need to I might yeah, I probably need to dig deeper on that. Yeah, we'll see wait, let's just wait. I'll see what I can find about this. Yeah, I'll I'll come back. <laughs> Basically, um researching as I go and what I found is uh and i quote uh technical director mike elliott explained before the german team mercedes uh took them off basically the uh, slot gap separators uh so mike elliott said i think there's a fuss about it because in the regulations it talks about the primary use of being for mechanical or measurement purposes And clearly, there's a secondary benefit of an aerodynamic design that's in there as well. We'll decide whether we want to argue that one or not. So basically, what he's trying to say here is you can have the slot gap measure separators if it doesn't have a secondary effect of directing airflow uh, on the uh, front wing. And because the Mercedes uh front wing, the uh, the slot gap separator separators on the front wing had a secondary of effect of directing airflow, that's why Mercedes weren't able to use that wing with the slot gap separators in Coda? I think coda, yeah. And Ferrari's front wing uh slot gap separators don't seem to have the secondary effect of directing airflow for now, so that's why basically they can use it. Yeah. So these slot gap separators uh, need to just and only uh, provide a structural connection between the um, front wing parts, like the separated parts. I don't know what they're called, but like, the ones that look like waves. So, yeah. They're only supposed to provide a, a structural connection. So, they don't flap around. Like, the whole wing doesn't flap around. They shouldn't guide airflow on top of the front wing. And Ferrari's front wing doesn't seem to have these slot gap separators that look like they are, um, like... She's just managing airflow on top of the front wing. So, yeah, I guess they are legal compared to the Mercedes ones. Mercedes one, like the front wing, they definitely look like they could be managing airflow on top of the front wing. So, yeah, basically they are legal on the Ferrari car and that's why. And since we're basically just talking about Ferrari today, um, Charles has been talking about his contract with Ferrari, like more specific, specific, specifically hasn't been talking about his contract at all. Um, He was asked about if, uh, like, what does he think and if he will continue racing with Ferrari. And basically, he said, like, I don't know, haven't thought about it yet. But if I will consider something else or I will be staying with them longer, you'll know. So, yeah, I guess, uh, which is interesting that he's not... Saying, like, he's not actually telling us that he is going to be staying with Ferrari longer. So, might there be any thoughts inside Charles' head that he will not be staying with Ferrari longer? But then where would he go? Anyways, that's just a theory and... I saw what I saw, I read what I read, and now I told you guys about this. So yeah, we'll see how everything turns out in the future when Charles' contracts contract with Ferrari actually ends. We'll see. And as he said, we'll know what he's thinking for his future. Alright, so moving on from the whole Ferrari thing... Uh, we've got some Andretti drama once again, and basically Stefano Domenicali, uh, the Formula One boss, uh, basically he criticized Andretti for their approach to gaining access to the grid, and I quote, labeling the vocal US hopeful not smart, and stressing that other quieter teams also hold an interest. So basically Domenicali... Uh, was interviewed by Sky Sports F1 uh, by Martin Brunel. And he talked about, uh, like, a whole round of different topics. And the Andretti uh, motorsports theme were mentioned because Andretti really wants to come into Formula 1. But somehow, they just... Somehow, for now, they are just only talking big as it seems, but they're not actually coming into Formula 1. So Stefano Domenicali basically said that they're shouting too much and not doing a lot. And there might be quieter other teams that also hold an interest. So what Domenicali means by Andretti not being smart is that uh, somebody told, somebody said... Some say, basically, uh, that Andretti were very vocal about their will to enter Formula 1. um, And they kind of said that other teams are greedy and not welcoming Andretti into Formula 1, basically. Uh, so that's why Domenico- Domenicali called uh, Andretti not smart even though Um, I think there is some truth in Andretti's words about other teams being greedy Um, because that's how the world is that's just how <laughs> the world is and it evolves around money and if another team joins the grid they'll, there will be less prize money so you can't really blame the other teams but also <laughs> Everybody probably needs to just shut up, in my opinion. Andretti needs to stop calling other teams greedy. And the other teams needs to stop being greedy and talking about Andretti. Just, yeah, but that can happen because the other teams have some say in whether they like the idea of another team coming in and joining Formula 1 or they don't like it, so... That's how the Formula One world basically works. And yeah, um, that's basically it. So after the Andretti General Motors announcement last month, F1 said immediately that other parties are interested. So I guess Dominicali just doesn't want the Andretti team to be so vocal about it because there are other teams that want to also join formula one so yeah he basically said and i quote if all the elements are there they will be very welcome as an 11 team joining the grid there are a lot of dimensions to consider and we don't have to overreact because someone is pushing the system the process will be done seriously in the right way someone is shouting and someone is not shouting so, yeah, mm, basically, Dominicali thinks that Andretti is pushing the system. I mean, he is. But, like, this whole... I don't know, why do they need to, um, like, show Andretti in this sort of way, in this different light that they're shouting, and they are almost look like they're bad? Like, they're the um villains for actually shouting and trying to get into formula one even though there are they are literally saying that there are someone that is not shouting and wanting to get into formula one so the one who shouts probably will get into formula one sooner i don't know this just seems like a really weird topic to me And they probably need to settle it between themselves and they don't need to actually talk about this with the media. And when everything's figured out, they just need to release a statement that Andretti is joining or Andretti isn't joining. So yeah, that's my opinion. Criticize me however you like, but... This whole, like, stupid drama or something that's brewing right here is not what I like to see. I just want to see some cars racing. And if there's more cars on the grid racing, I love it. I love to see it. Yeah. I think for today's episode, that's enough. And if you want to, like, brighten up your whole mood... Uh, just open up Twitter, the F1 team been posting, like, these Valentine's Day celebrations and, uh, messages, and they're so funny, honestly. I've, I, I, I've seen Gunther, like, uh, throwing rose petals and sending kisses, I think, yeah, something like that, like, that's so funny. Anyways... Oh, also Alfa Romeo wrote quite a cheesy poem and posted the driver's uh, selfie, so just look it up, it's so funny. (laughs) So yeah, have a great evening and I think I'll see you, when will I see you, Uh, in the next car launch, which will be, I don't know when, but yeah, you'll know because I, I will be talking about it, so... Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye! Once again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye!